Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, and welcome to the first of our 10-part series on overcoming your confidence gremlins. We're Helen and Sarah, the founders of Amazing If, a business which is all about helping people have happy careers. In our first episode today, we're going to be tackling one of the most common confidence gremlins, a fear of being found out, or FOBFO, as we sometimes <laughs> like to call it. I'm not even sure it's a good acronym, but fear of being found out. Or imposter syndrome. So something that I think a lot of people will recognise, this whole idea of, you know, fake it till you make it. And uh, how does that feel? Quite a nerve-wracking thing to feel that you might be found out at any moment. So just before we dive into a fear of being found out, a quick reminder of what a confidence gremlin is and why they matter. So confidence gremlins are the things that hold us back at work. They're different to weaknesses in that confidence gremlins are things that do stop us from doing the things that will make us better in our job. They are things that are really important to us that mean that sometimes we might not reach our potential and means that if we don't do something about them, we won't necessarily be as happy as we could be in our role every day. And everybody has confidence gremlins. I know that always feels really easy to say, but maybe harder to believe. But genuinely, when we chat to our guests, the people we talk to on all of our courses, everybody has their own confidence gremlins. They're unique to you and how you experience them, but there are some really kind of common themes that come up and hopefully what we'll aim to do through these podcasts is give you some really helpful hints and tips as to how you can just start to take some action to really do something about these gremlins. So that's the trick, knowing what yours are and then knowing kind of what you're going to do and starting to take some action. So let's get into a fear of being found out. So Helen, perhaps you could just start by telling us a bit about what is this confidence gremlin all about? Yeah, this is an interesting one. So this one is all about a fear that somebody is going to, and I've had this one, so I can talk about it from personal experience, but I think it's a fear that somebody is going to ask you a question or just stumble on the fact that you are, you shouldn't be here, you shouldn't be in this job, you don't know enough, you're not capable, and that no one thinks you're credible. I think there's some kind of it's all wrapped up in that. And I maybe quite arrogantly, I thought I'd kind of gotten over this, to be honest. I thought this is something that maybe in your earlier career, when you're going into these jobs for the first time that you've never done before, and you're you're trying to be, you know, really good at your job, yeah. and you just, you just don't quite know everything yet, and you're kind of faking it a little bit, that this kind of confidence gremlin was all about early career. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I'd gotten over it. And actually, it was probably about two years ago, I'd just come back from maternity leave to a job that had changed a little bit whilst I'd been off on right. maternity leave. And it was working with an app. And as a result, my job, which was head of marketing at the time, my job had changed quite a lot. The type of marketing that I was doing had changed quite a lot. It had become exceedingly digital. And it was all about 
how to market an app and how to you know acquire customers and retain customers onto an app and have that type of communication with customers. And I knew nothing about this. <laughs> I had never done this before in my job. But actually coming back into that job, I felt like I needed to be instantly credible because I was head of this team and that I needed to know everything. And I just didn't. And I remember thinking, oh, no, I'm going to get found out. They all think I know everything about this. And I don't know anything. And this is career curtains. That's yeah. what's going to happen for me here. And really, you know, it went through my mind. And this, you know, this is a, that's two years ago. That's not that long ago. And I really thought I'd gotten past that. And I think that was probably for about two months, the first two months when I got back. And I do wonder whether actually people coming back from maternity leave might be actually quite... Yeah. Vulnerable, yeah. yeah, might be quite vulnerable to this confidence gremlin in particular because things can change while they're off and they might think, oh, I, you know, I should know this already. And yeah, and it didn't feel great at all. I kind of thought maybe I'm not the leader or I want to be for my team because I'm not as expert or maybe my manager's going to question, am I the right person for the job? All of those kind of fears. I think I had a very similar situation, not coming back from maternity leave, but changing jobs and had been promoted. Mm. So I'd moved internally, so I wasn't in a new organisation or anything like that, but I'd moved into a new discipline and been promoted at the same time. And for six months, really had this kind of fear of being found out because I what that job needed at that time was actually very different to what I'd expected. Mm -hmm. So though I was probably clear about the value that I added, I then felt like what this job needed was almost not what I was good at. And I was so kind of scared and terrified about telling anyone that because I'd, I'd also just been promoted, so I felt under a lot of pressure. Yeah. You just feel like you're kind of trying to fake it, but to such an extent that it can become really exhausting. Yeah. So I think if when we think about how this kind of can make people feel, it can be very tiring very overwhelming you can often feel quite lonely yeah and I think kind of quite isolating and actually for me it probably lasted maybe a bit longer than you're describing more sort of four or five months and for you know, I'm a kind of naturally introverted person and what I found was that during that time I became more introverted my reaction to kind of the pressure and the stress yeah. was to become more introverted so I sort of told less and less people kind of how I was feeling kind of faked it more and more and more yeah Till I almost got to breaking point, finally was brave enough to have a conversation with my manager, by which point I was almost kind of going, this is a disaster, I need to leave, I need to do something differently, yeah. only to have her tell me, you're doing a great job. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great. It seems to be going well. Yeah, of course, there's some sort of things to learn, but you're bringing all this great stuff and you've learned these things that you needed to learn really quickly. And actually, I'd spent way too long almost in spending too much energy almost in my own mind worrying about the fact that I was having to fake so much of yeah. it whereas actually her perception was oh no Sarah's clearly on a quite a steep learning curve but she's navigating that learning curve really well doing everything I would have expected of her and the biggest I guess difference or the change that I should have made in hindsight and the advice I'd give other people is I should have had that conversation way earlier yeah because by that point I just convinced myself that this was I was so much of an imposter <laughs> I kind of needed to disappear off and do something else whereas actually I was doing absolutely fine In that is probably our first, I think, tip for people, which is that there are definitely certain moments in your career where this confidence gremlin might be more, yeah. more relevant, more apparent. More pertinent, yeah. And I think it's um, new jobs, changing company, yeah. maybe first-time managers. I remember I probably had yeah. this the first time I was and a manager. And you're leading people for the first time. Yeah. yeah. And then I think maybe coming back from absences, whether that is sickness, a maternity leave, whatever yeah. that is, I think an awareness that 
you may have this feeling. If it's going to strike, this confidence yeah. gremlin is probably going to strike at one of those things, can help you to be a bit more prepared for it. I think something you mentioned as well about the word learning curve, I think not only recognising, okay, I'm doing this new thing and therefore I'm likely to feel like this, then thinking, okay, I'm, I'm probably going to go on a learning curve that's going to take a period of time before I feel like it's not about being found yeah. out anymore and just sort of planning for that. I mean, I'm in a very, I've recently moved to a new business and I'm in a very supportive culture at the moment where my manager is telling me, I think it's going to take you a year to be able to do your job and get up to speed. Yeah. And actually just having that, I haven't had it in this new, you know, so I'm in a new industry and in a new business and I haven't had that feeling of I'm going to get found out. I think largely because of this conversation I've had with my manager where he's set an expectation to me that he thinks it's going to take me quite a while. It's going to take me a year to get kind of yeah. fully up to speed in my role. And I think as a result of that, I now have the space and I'm not putting this expectation on, on me yourself, that, yeah. that people think I have to be as good as I can be on day one because that's that's unrealistic yeah, yeah. and the people that I'm working with accept that and it's very supportive and they're just helping me to become as good as I can be and that's going to take some time. And that's great advice if you are a manager or a leader, if you're listening to this and you lead people, lead teams, and you're in, you know, and you've got new people joining, or you can spot one of those potential spikes where this might be someone might be feeling like this, mm. or you can guess that people might be feeling like this, actually giving people the permission and actually saying to somebody, Oh, you know, don't worry too much over the next three to six months. I expect actually you'll spend most of that time getting to know the team, getting to know the people, getting to know the industry, and then actually you'll bring all the great stuff that you've come to with the job with and you'll start really adding value after that point, you can imagine that sort of, a, you know, the relief almost, yeah. the sort of deflating and actually not feeling like every day you need to sort of show that, yeah, you were really worth this job or really yeah. worth this promotion. So actually in one small conversation, you think about how that's really made you feel and then actually you're probably doing a better job going up that learning curve quicker yeah. because actually you can relax about feeling like you don't need to know everything and fake it because actually that's taking up time and energy. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, yeah, cluing into those people where they might be more vulnerable to this and those moments, like spot those moments, new jobs, yeah. new manager. As a manager, you can really help people through it a lot more. So any other advice for people themselves who are maybe going through, mm. you've maybe spotted that you're in one of these moments. I think both you and I now would almost know these moments for ourselves. You know, we've had conversations going, wow, you know, we're going into a new company or into a new role or we've been promoted. This is going to feel a little bit more stressful for a while it's and scary. often a bit more intense, etc. What can you actually do during that period to just not feel like you're faking it the whole time? I think it's a small thing, but I think it's really helpful and it's really doable is to write down some of your successes. And you can do this every day, you can do it, you know, spend half an hour at the end of a week doing it. But actually the practice of saying, what have I, sometimes it's even more of what have I achieved? What am I kind of proud of today? What do I feel like I've really made some progress with? And just writing that down, I think mentally can make you feel proud and go, Actually, I feel really feel really good that I've managed to do that. And sometimes it might be really big. Sometimes it was might be I've delivered that big project. And sometimes it might be I asked a question in a meeting and I felt confident yeah. enough to do that. It's not really a size thing. I think it is just giving yourself some recognition of the things that you do know and the progress that you are making. And over time, that can then give you the confidence that 
it's not about getting found out. No. <laughs> you're, kind of, you're doing you're all this forward, good stuff. Yeah. yeah, you're moving forward. You're doing all this good stuff every day and you're witnessing that and other people are witnessing that. And I think that can be a really sort of practical, small thing that can be really helpful for you if you're feeling if you're feeling like this. It can just give you just that little bit of confidence every day that can build up. And I've actually done this before for actually quite a short period of time. I think I did it for 14 days where at the end of every day, just in my notes on my iPhone, I would write down one success. And like you say, they really varied. Sometimes it was as small as, oh, I managed to go to the gym today. Yeah. You know, so they can also be kind of things about your person. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life and, you know, you actually managed to not work a really long day, all those kind of things. And what I found interesting was that after 14 days, I stopped doing it, writing it down every day, but I kept almost mentally doing it. Yeah. So that then actually on the train on the way home on the 15th day, I could then recall one thing for that day that I was quite proud of. And yeah. almost I built it into then the weekends and actually every day and it just made you me a bit more aware of pretty much every day you do something yeah that's kind of okay and that you you know you, sh- you should feel quite happy about and that you feel like you are making progress and especially when you're in those tough moments of there can be quite a lot of things that you're thinking I feel quite uncomfortable or I don't know what's happening yeah to just recognize that progress it's a small thing but it makes a really big difference I am um, I'm asking myself three questions every day and sometimes I I was going to write it down but I found that I just didn't write it down um, and so I just asked myself it's normally either before bed or in the shower seems to right. be the times when I ask myself these questions uh, I don't say it out loud it's in my head and I'm I ask swallowing my... loads of water at the same time <laughs> yeah I ask myself what am I proud 
proud of that I've done today, or if it's in the morning when I'm having a shower, it's gone yesterday. I ask myself, what have I been successful at? So I ask those two questions. And then I ask myself, what do I want to achieve today? So it's kind of like a bit of a bit of reflection, which makes me feel good because I think, yes, I've done some stuff. And then a bit of maybe like projection. So I can think the one thing I want to focus on today is, and then I feel like I'm moving forward. So it's that's been something that's really, you know, I'm, what, two and a half months into my new role now and I really feel like it's helped me to focus on what I want to do and what I want to achieve and to step back from that fear of I don't know everything and, you know, people might not think I'm brilliant yet. I also think what's interesting about that is it helps you to prioritise because I think that can be the other challenge is sometimes it feels like there is so much to do so much to learn you can't see the wood from the trees yeah and that's often where you get lost in the myriad of have I had any successes am I really making progress and actually if you can kind of prioritize how you're spending your time prioritize uh, making some time to reflect and to look at successes in quite a small way Mm. it feels much more achievable and manageable because essentially this is all about creating good habits yeah and we, we all know that any habit that you're trying to form you need to do it regularly you need to kind of commit to it but actually forming any new habit is really, really hard. Are there any other habits that you think might be helpful for people who are experiencing this sort of fear of being found out? I think, first of all, know what your strengths are and then get used to sort of sharing them with other people. That can be, I don't know if it's a habit, I wouldn't say it's like every day I want to go. These, oh, are, great. Th- these are things I'm great at. But I think it's, um, it's a practice maybe that I yeah. think is good to have. I think when you are confident in saying what you're great at, it can help you not worry about being found out because you're you're kind of I'm I'm happy to admit the things that I don't know in my, yeah. in my new role or in previous roles. I'm kind of confident in saying this is an area I'm not an expert in. But I think the reason I can do that is because I can follow it up with the things that I am good at. And I think if I was just saying to someone these are things I'm not very good at and then I was leaving the room. Yeah, I'd probably a think motivating. it's a bit motivating and I'm probably thinking that's the only thing they think about me. It's probably yeah. not, the, not the message I want to leave them with. But I, I think saying, actually, I don't know a lot about this situation yet. I haven't built those relationships yet. And admitting that and saying, but what I can help you do is a really good stakeholder management plan or what I can help you do is a really a really good comms plan that's kind of strategically thought through whatever it is I think then you can just get more comfortable with saying the things that you aren't good at and then it's not like you've got to be worried that you're going to be found out because you've already said it yeah (laughs) you're already saying I don't know this thing about this business or this person and I think it's just sort of exposing that Thing you might perceive as a weakness so that someone else isn't just going to find it out and not that they're ever going to expose you for it but I think that's what's going on in your head if this is yeah. your confidence gremlin. And actually I was doing a presentation at Sainsbury's the other day talking about confidence and I talked about how in the first part of my career I think I felt like I needed to be brilliant at everything mm-hmm. so there is no way I would have said out loud almost these are things that I'm not very good at because I would have thought, well, no, that's that's going to make me really vulnerable and I don't want to give anyone that chance to like pick at some weaknesses that I yeah. might have. So actually my quest was to try and be exceptional almost across every single thing that I could possibly think of. And inevitably the result of that is you end up being sort of good or very good at quite a few things, which yeah. is not necessarily a disaster. But I think when you recognise that actually being brilliant at two or three things that you are naturally talented at, that you love, that you enjoy, and focusing lots of your energy and effort on those things is actually what reaps the most rewards because that's where you add the most value to the organisation that you're working in. And often we'll talk about a bit of an 80-20 rule of spend 
80 percent of your time and your development and your energy on getting even better at those things that you are brilliant at and spend 20 percent of your time thinking a bit about you know your confidence gremlins you know working on some of your weaknesses because of course those things are still important and it's worth spending some time on those things but don't don't get that balance the other way around and actually now feeling like exactly as you've just said I now feel much more confident saying there are some things that I am not naturally as great at Mm -hmm. but here are some of the things that I'm brilliant at these are things I can really help you out with most people again just go oh that's that's useful to know yeah you know (laughs) that's fine but saying that out loud is actually quite a big step um actually both I think for strengths and for your confidence gremlins because I don't think we necessarily practice that much or spend that much time thinking in our careers about ourselves. It's often the bottom of your to-do list, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, do all the stuff that really matters. Number 10, do some stuff about my own career and <laughs> you know my own development. And you never get to number 10 because everything else ends up being prioritised or feels more important. And so trying to integrate your own development into just how you do your job, yeah. how you live your life, I think becomes so important because then it's not just one more thing on a list. It is just how you behave at work, it becomes how you practice working and you know how you lead teams. One of the things we often talk about is the, the concept of growth mindset, which I'd really encourage people listening Definitely. to. There's a brilliant TED talk on it. There's lots of material on the internet. It's, it's such an interesting subject if this is if you're interested in this area more broadly. But I think a fear of getting found out, I think, is often if you're what's called a kind of more fixed mindset. So if you hold your value in what you know today and you think you're going to get exposed if you don't know enough, whereas actually a growth mindset is more about the fact that you're always curious, you're always developing, you're never going to know enough and that's okay because you can always learn. I think actually putting yourself more in a growth mindset and encouraging that in other people takes some of this fear away because you're not going into it thinking... I need to know everything and I'm going to be found out if I don't. You're going out into a situation thinking, I don't know everything. That's okay because I've got a capacity to learn and grow. And actually, that is the most important thing that I yeah. could bring to this organisation, not some knowledge that might become outdated anyway. And if that's all I'm holding my value in, in a year's two's time, that might not be valued by my organisation. Yeah. And I think that's a an interesting thing for people to think about as well. Where are they in terms of, if you've got this, if you're holding this fear... How much of a growth mindset are you really embracing? And as I said, there's you know there's lots of materials that you can have a read read about that. And I'd start with the TED talk. Yeah, Carol Dweck TED talk on growth mindset is brilliant, and uh, she uses a brilliant analogy all about being spongy, which I always yeah. quite like. You know, try and make sure that you're a sponge the whole time, and you're always open to being kind of porous and absorbing new things and learning new things. And actually, most of us aren't in growth mindset all the time. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how brilliant you are at learning and development, how much you know about this stuff. And I think we would both say we spend a lot of time thinking about development. At times you will always tip back into that fixed mindset. Even when you think, surely surely I wouldn't do that because I know about this now. Mm-hmm. There are still those moments where perhaps you do really fear being found out, where suddenly you just get a bit more fixed again. And that's often where you then start faking it in a way that takes up lots of your time and energy. Yeah you know, makes you really concerned. So hopefully today we've started to address a bit about this fear of being found out, this imposter syndrome, which I think is common to lots of people. And as we've talked about, has some very specific trigger points that probably come up for most of us at some point during our careers, whether that's a new job, a promotion, leading a team for a first time, changing companies. 
So even to knowing those triggers is really helpful so that actually the next time this feeling maybe happens to you, you know why you're feeling like that. So you're not just feeling lost, you're actually you're acknowledging and you've got an awareness of, oh, actually, do you know what? I understand why I might be feeling a bit uncertain or that I'm maybe faking it a bit more than usual. And then you can actually start doing something about it. So you can start writing down your successes. You can make sure you're really confident sharing your strengths, but also think about, yeah, can you also get confident about sharing things that you're maybe not so good at? So hopefully that was useful. And do remember that overcoming your confidence gremlins is tough. This is something you do one step at a time, often takes you a bit of time and lots of practice. So with something like a fear of being found out, the likelihood is this will happen to you multiple times during your career. And actually, I think the aim and the ambition is just to get that bit better at it every time. So every time you start a new job, you know, you're faking it that little bit less. Every time you get promoted, you have that bit more confidence. And don't, you know, don't panic about trying to become overnight feeling like this just will disappear. This is something that we all work on and develop bit by bit. So that's it for this week. Thanks very much for listening to the Amazing If podcast. If you haven't already, you can subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to find out more about how to overcome your confidence gremlins, you can buy our book from Amazon. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got ideas, hints and tips about how maybe you've overcome the fear of being found out or FOBFO, as I think we're sort of half calling it, <laughs> um, please do let us know. And also, we're always really interested in ideas for future podcasts, topics that you would be interested in us addressing, guests that you would be interested in hearing from. So please do tweet us at amazing underscore if. That's it for this week. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.